first year in sales with Ray Eaton, week 12. Welcome to your 12th week in sales. This is Ray Eaton, your host of First Year in Sales. Thank you so much for joining me for another week in the life of your sales career. I want to make sure it is my mission to make sure that you guys are on track with the habits and the traits that are needed to become a successful salesperson. Uh, I can't teach work ethic. That's all you, right? But I can teach you the habits that you need. I can teach you the sales skills that you need to make sure that you can hit that president's club number. You can hit your bonus numbers. You can exceed your quotas and uh, you can really impress those people above you. And ultimately, you'll be able to set Set your own agenda if you want to become a sales manager or move up in your company or you just want to become a national account salesperson. You can do that as well. It's just a, it's a matter of you making that decision to make that happen and you developing the habits and the skills needed to be successful. And one of those skills we've talked about was phone dialing and following up with people and so forth. And then you're getting all these appointments, right? And uh, what can you do while you're out there doing those appointments after you go into a specific appointment? I always find that you want to spend a lot of time out there cold calling as well. Cold calling is so important as a salesperson. You need to be very comfortable walking into a potential prospect's office, walking into their place of business and asking for, for them to meet with you so that you can possibly set up an appointment or possibly learn more about their business in order to earn more of more business, right? If you're out there doing doing three or four appointments a day or a couple appointments every single day, and you knock on 10 or 12 or 15 doors every single day as well of cold prospects, you're just doing cold calling out there, it's going to lead to more appointments for you. It's going to lead to more sales for you down the road. The higher your activity is, the better off you'll be. Some sales processes are a lot longer sometimes you're only you know you might have a lot less sales than some other people do some people are looking for two or three sales a week some people are looking for a sale a day some some sales people are looking for a sale a month it just depends upon your sales cycle and it depends upon the type of product you're selling how many people you're going to be able to go knock on doors of as well but if you can get out there and do it do it and this is what i want to talk about today was in-person cold calling I also call it in-person prospecting, right? And uh, my thing is, is I'm going to tell you guys how I've been successful with it, okay? Because I think that, honestly, it has led me to multiple. It leads me to multiple sales every single quarter. It leads me to more appointments every single week. It helps me to really get the numbers that I need by getting out there and knocking on doors. And everyone just enjoy. If you're a salesperson, I'm sure you enjoy knocking on doors. I'm sure you enjoy talking to people. No one's scared to really walk in there, but the first couple of times you do walk into a, you know, just start doing cold calls. You've probably done it. You're in their 12th week, so you've done tons of them by now, but the first couple of times you, I'm sure you were nervous and everything, but now all those nerves are gone. We've already talked about that. We already talked about that. And uh, now we just want to start targeting that, getting very good at the cold calling. So let's talk about that. Okay. The first thing is, is if I know I'm going into an appointment, I'm usually going to do a little Google search. I'm going to search around and see who the closest potential prospects are around the area. 
some people can sell to anybody, right? If you're selling office machines, you can sell to anybody. But if you're if you're like, you know, selling pharmaceuticals, then you could pretty much there's targets that doctors are going to be you know, there's doctors that prescribe more of different drugs and so forth. So you might have doctors' offices around the area. But I always do my research and find out what potential prospects are in specific areas that I can go target. So in some cases, they talk, call it the T call, right? Where you walk in and you do your appointment and then you go and you talk to the people next door on each side and across the street and then the people across this area, the people next door to that guy. And if that's the type of sale that you're in, then yeah, go ahead and do that. But the other thing you can do is find out a little bit about those. So I do my research. I find out who's around the area that I can talk to and I try to find out who the decision makers are before I go there. And I just write it on a list. So I'll have it, you know, in my car and I'll have a little pad of paper that has three or four prospects around the account that I have an appointment with already. And then I'll go in there and I might have a little bit of information about them and I'll be able to go in there kind of making it a little bit warm. But I think that's important. I think that's really important that you go out there prepared. Sometimes you're not going to be always prepared though. Maybe you get there and it's a different area than you had ever been in before and you didn't do a little research or you're just busy. So you're still going to go knock on those doors. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep a focus on that. I always say this. For every appointment that you get, and you do that appointment, you should at least knock on three doors in between. So if you have three appointments in a day, you could knock on nine or ten doors. What if you don't have any appointments that day because it was just a slow prospecting week where you didn't get a lot of phone, you know, you weren't able to get a lot of phone calls in. Uh, then spend the entire day just knocking on doors. I mean, it's it's just so important. The numbers, the activity, that's going to lead you to success and track it. I always say track it, right? So. Have that goal, though. For every appointment that you set, every appointment that you go to, you're going to have two or three door knocks in between. Then you move on to the next appointment, right? But I always call that a T-call. You're gonna, And it doesn't need to be specifically across the street and to the side. It can be down the road. But just make sure that you are ready for those people, okay? Um, but then once you're there, once you're in there, so you've already figured out the activity level, right? But once you're in, once you walk into that potential prospect's office, there's going to be one or two things that are going to happen. It depends upon the business, right? You might walk in and the owner is sitting there. Or you're going to most likely you're going to walk in there and there's going to be somebody that's kind of like a gatekeeper or a front desk clerk or somebody's going to be at the front. Might be It could be anybody. It might not be just a, a secretary, though. It might be one of the salespeople that's at the front. Who knows? I don't know. It just depends. But you need to be prepared for that. So I always walk in. And I use a very simple technique, and I hope that you guys will use it too. I've had a lot of success with it. When I just walk in, I'll say, whoever is at the front, I'll look at their name tag, or if they have a little, you know, if you, there's a place to see their, where their name is, I'll just say, hi, Mary, my name's Ray Eaton. Uh, do you think you could help me out with something? And at that point, she might be receptive, and, you know, whoever it is, they might be receptive, or they might not. I'm not sure. It just depends upon the person. It depends, depends upon their personality. And a lot of times, if they're a business that a lot of salespeople walk into, that person might be already frustrated with just another salesperson walking through the door. But the, I always say, can you help me out with something? And then I'll say, I, I'm just interested in learning a little bit about your business because I was hoping to set up an appointment later on down the road with the person who makes decisions based upon uh, the products that my company offers. And then if she's open to 
letting me learn. She, she might say, oh, well, I don't make decisions about anything like that. Then I'll just say, no, I just wanted to find out if you guys, you know, what, what do you guys do here? I might say, and then I'll just get them talking about that. Or what do you do here? What is your position here? And then the, just get them talking for a second. If you get them talking about themselves, then at least you can leave yourself open at that point. So once they're done talking about themselves, then they might be receptive to you saying, hey, you know what? This is what I'm here to do. I, I just wanted to set an appointment with the person to make decisions based upon, and then I would explain my product, what it is. Just a quick, brief, 30-second commercial, if that, about what my product is. So you figure out what your product is and have that little, you know, 15-second commercial to give to Mary, right? So find out what your, just whatever your product is, you say, well, you know what? I appreciate you helping me out with finding out a little bit about what you guys do here and what you do here. That's really interesting. Um, I was hoping to set up an appointment with a person to make decisions based upon uh, what my product is. Uh, is that something you could help me out with to get an appointment with the person that make those decisions? And then she'll either say yes or she'll say no, right? And that's that's pretty pretty simple. But then at that point, she might say to you, I mean, Mary might say, well, you know what? Uh, that would be Tom. He's the owner or he's the general manager. He's whatever, right? It'll be Tom and he's not here today. He's not here right now. And then at that point, I would say, well, how would I get an appointment with Tom? What do you think? Is there, you know, what would be the best way to get an appointment with Tom? And she'd say, oh, well, I make a schedule. Or she might, whatever she says, just let her lead you down that direction of what to do next, right? Tom might be there. Oh, well, let me get Tom right now. And then at that point, I would say, okay, well, I'm just wanting to set up an appointment with him. Like, I always stress that. I just want to set up an appointment with him, right? You know, I just need, I would just like a minute or two of his time, right? And then at that point, because I'm always trying to be as respectful of their time as possible. But if Mary says, yeah, that would be Tom, I always follow it up with, oh, is he here now? Sometimes they'll give up the information that they're here now or not, but the idea is, Find out if Tom is here now. And then if she says, yes, Tom is here, at that point, I'll just say, okay, hey, can I speak with him? Do you think he'll have a few minutes? I just want to set up an appointment. Do you think he'll have a second so I can pop my head in and see if I can set up an appointment with him? But you're just getting through. Mary, you've already learned a little bit about what she does and what the business does. You know that they're a potential prospect. You know who the decision maker is. Now keep those notes. Tom might not be there. So if he's not there, then try to find out if Mary can help you to set up an appointment. And if not, if she has no way to do that, then just get Tom's information and give him a call later and set that appointment the next day. When Find out when he's usually in. And then call and make that appointment. But then again, Tom's in, right? So I always say this as soon as I walk in and speak with Tom. So if Tom's sitting there at his desk and I Mary says, hey, Ray Eaton is here to visit you. He's from XYZ Company. Then I would walk in. I'd say, hey, Tom, you know what? I know that I came in unannounced. I was just trying to set up an appointment with you. My company XYZ does this, this, and this, right? Really brief, really quick. I wasn't sure if that's something that you guys would be, you, you guys can use, but it sounds from talking to Mary, it sounds like uh, my company might be a good fit for yours, but I'd like to learn about your business from you do you have some time later this week where I can come back in and have a conversation with you about that? Find out a little bit about your business. Learn a little bit about what you guys do. Tom might say, 
Yet there's a few things they might say. No, we're not interested. Leave me alone. Be ready for that and be ready for some comebacks on that, right? Well, what do you mean you're not interested? That's what I always say. That's my favorite line. What do you mean by that when you say you're not interested? Because it puts it back on them to give me a better reason why. And then at that point, I could dig a little bit deeper as well. He might say, oh, yeah, come back on Tuesday. I'll be around at, at 2. And I'll say, okay, that sounds great. I'll be there at 2. Thank you for your time today. Or they might inquire, or Tom might inquire about your product or your service. And at that point, you are in, right? Hey, do you have a few minutes then? Let me sit down. I'll explain everything to you. You already have your binder in hand ready to go. You have a pen and paper. You're going to find it. You're going to basically go through your needs analysis at that point. You have your first appointment of the day or your second appointment of the day at that point with Tom. So get in there and be ready for it. But always be aware of their time. Be respectful of their time. You're the one that came in there unannounced when you're cold calling, right? Customers love it when you're respectful of their time. Most salespeople are not respectful of a customer's time ever. Believe me on that. And if you start seeing him looking at his watch, if you see him start to do stuff other than listening to you, you know, maybe you could press preface it by saying, hey, Tom, how long do you have? Do you have, do you have any pressing appointments coming up soon? Or do you have a few, do you have like 10 or 15 minutes? He might, oh, no, I have five minutes. Okay. Set your watch to it, then make sure that you take up five minutes of their time. Be respectful of it. Let them give you more of their time if they are okay with it. But be respectful of it. I always feel like that is so important when you're doing cold calls because you're the one that came in unannounced. You're the person that just showed up at their at their doorstep. So be ready to just walk out and come back at another time. There's It's, it's okay to come back at another time. You're a professional salesperson. You're not you're not trying to get the sale right now. You don't have to press them hard. You want to give them a good business reason to do business with you. You want to give them good financial reasons, right? You want to make it a business transaction. And the first step of that is partially being respectful of their time. So keep that in mind, okay? But in-person cold calling, in-person prospecting is so important as a sales professional, okay? It can't be the only way that you prospect, though. Keep that in mind. I always build my in-person prospecting, my in-person cold calling, around my appointments. You want to follow this, guys. Set the appointments via the phone, okay? And then build your build your cold calls around those appointments. And then you spend an hour and a half or so after those appointments knocking on two or three doors, and then you move on to your next appointment. Go to that appointment and then do some more door knocking after that. But don't make in the cold calling in person. Do not make that your primary way to prospect, okay? That's a secondary way to prospect. Keep that in mind. But be prepared. Be prepared to sell right there on the spot. Be prepared to close them right there on the spot if you have to. Always be closing. Isn't that the, what they say? ABC? Always be closing. So... Be ready to close them on the spot, but also be ready to leave and come back another time. Or be ready to just get the right information from Mary about who the person is that makes those decisions, and then at that point, call them at a later date in order to set up the appointment, okay? 
Week 12, you made it through it, though, man. This is the start of week 12 now, and you're almost into your second quarter as a sales professional. Next week, that's what we'll talk about, is preparing for the next quarter as a salesperson, okay? So I appreciate you continuing to join me every single week. Uh, you can check out firstyearinsales.com if you want more information about this particular episode and the weeks preceding this, and I'll be uploading a new week every week from here on out also. Are you liking what you hear on First Year in Sales with Ray Eaton? Great. Give me a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast app. Really like what you hear? Then become a supporter through Patreon at patreon.com slash firstyear. With a $10 monthly tier level, you'll get access to join me on my secret Facebook group to network with other sales professionals. Email me at ray underscore ian at hotmail.com once you support, and I'll add you to the group immediately. Join today.